I think there's a time and a place for the directories because you also want to look at the first page of Google like real estate. You don't go and get one billboard, right? There's a phrase that fits well with legal SEO. Think global, act local. In an ideal world, you're doing LSA, Google Ads. You're in the local pack. You have multiple locations where you're in the local pack, especially in larger markets. You rank organically and you're in every directory that ranks on the first page because that creates repetition. And we know how powerful repetition is. You're listening to the Personal Injury Marketing Mastermind, the show where elite personal injury attorneys and leading edge marketers give you exclusive access to grow strategies for your firm. Maria Monroy has a ton of knowledge on SEO, so much that she co-founded LawRank, a legal marketing agency much like Rankings.io. She now serves as a director of client relations where she leads law firms through the labyrinth of local SEO. We sat down to compare notes on exclusivity, what gets firms to rank in their city, and location, location, location. I'm your host, Chris Dreyer, founder and CEO of Rankings.io. We help elite personal injury attorneys dominate first page rankings with search engine optimization. Being at the forefront of marketing is all about understanding people. So let's get to know our guest. Here's Maria Monroy, co-founder and director of client relations at LawRank. Seven, eight years ago, my husband was attending law school And his brother, who had been a DA forever, was leaving and wanted a website. So he asked my husband, who's pretty techie, hey, can you put up a website for me? And my husband decided that for fun, he he was very, he was very curious. He he wondered how Google decided who would show up when somebody searched for a criminal defense lawyer. So he just decided after he put the website up for him that he was going to try to figure it out. And he did. He ranked them. And then we started getting phone calls. And I mean, next thing you know, we were a full-blown agency while he was still in law school. So that's how we got started. Yeah. And and Mariano, I know your husband well. And every time I speak to him, he gets so excited talking about SEO. And it's like a mile a minute, just, just loves it. Definitely yeah. a, a true practitioner. I know there's, there's other agencies that have you know, that were started in a sales capacity, but he, he's an SEO expert and really, I guess, practice on a criminal defense law firm site. Yeah, we actually did no sales for the first five years. We just focused on processes and becoming experts in the industry. But yes, he's very passionate. Sometimes I'm just like, can you please stop? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. bet. So, so tell me, uh, you know, what does LawRank do? So... Marketing for law firms, SEO, we do PPC and web design. I'm sure many people listening are probably like, why does Chris have a competitor on? And I'll tell you, this is the reason. First of all, it's an abundance mindset. And also, your reputation's everything. And there are situations where we can't work with a firm. Maybe we have an exclusivity agreement. And we'll talk more about that later. But in my eyes, you want to refer a prospect that you can't work with to someone who's great. And, and LawRank does an exceptional job. And the reason I think that's so important is because if a referral reflects on the person that referred it. And I think there's an integrity aspect to that. Absolutely. And we feel the same way about rankings. I am, so. That's super nice. So let, let's jump right into the, the SEO chat. We're, we're going to talk a lot about local SEO. It's impacted by relevance, distance, and prominence. And, and let's start with relevance. So what do you believe are the key factors Google is looking at to determine relevance? 
So this should be really intuitive. So if somebody's searching for a personal injury lawyer, you're going to need to have content and the keywords on the site to show Google that you are what they're looking for, right? Yeah. And I, I think that, I mean, that's a, you wouldn't expect, you know, a laundromat to show, show up if you were, you know, searching for a car accident lawyer, even though some of the, those lead gen companies are gaming the system and putting laundromats out there. But, uh, you know, do you think that's why a lot of law firms are just jamming in keywords into their business entity name? Do you think they're trying to game the system? Absolutely. Because you're automatically going to be more relevant if the name of your firm is, you know, last name, personal injury lawyers, or some permutation of that. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we see that a lot too. And I'm kind of in the gray area, maybe, and I'll just be really candid for those listening, because I feel that there's really a right and wrong way to approach this. And do you think that law firms should consider, you know, a DBA changing their business entity name, their legal name to incorporate a keyword? Do you think it's that important? We do. And we definitely encourage our clients to do that. I'm going to be honest as well. So, But there is a right and a wrong way of doing it. And obviously, it really depends on the firm. So there are firms that do other practice areas besides PI. And I mean, we could talk about a whole bunch of issues that that causes digitally, but we don't have to do that today. So... But yes, absolutely getting the DBA, getting the signage, even having some business cards. I think that's crucial to doing it the right way because otherwise you risk Google suspending the listing. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. And you know, we we did a study recently and I was really surprised that it had such an impact. If it didn't have much of a benefit, I wouldn't recommend it because it's a lot of work and it's a big investment for these firms to do it the right way. On the flip side, Do you think it's necessary now for an SEO agency to proactively fight spam when you know these businesses may not have the the correct legal filing? Yes, definitely. I mean, if we are doing things by the book and other firms are not, we need to fight that. In the past, I always thought, hey, I'll just be reactive. You know, I'll do the white hat and just avoid, I'll just ignore those people spamming. But then when some of them started to outrank, our clients is like, okay, I need to be proactive. And it's kind of a necessary evil, particularly in the personal injury industry. And I know you also work with you know, criminal defense and other areas of the law. Do you see the spam as heavily in those other areas of the law? Or is it mostly in PI? No, we're seeing it everywhere. And what's funny is, for instance, for employment in San Diego, we're also seeing the city. So it's not just employment lawyers, it's San Diego employment lawyers. So it's definitely interesting. And I do think at some point, it's not even going to be like a benefit. It's going to be a non-negotiable. So unless Google changes something in their algorithm, it's there's not going to be a benefit anymore. It's just going to be a non-negotiable. You want to be in the local pack, you're going to need those keywords in it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I, I think of that, you know, the table stakes, the non-negotiables for like reviews. It's like, well... You have to get reviews. Absolutely. So everyone listening, please get reviews. It's I, I don't even know what to say about it. It's just it's very very important, and it it seems to sometimes be almost like a a battle with clients. Like, hey, we really need these reviews. You definitely have to be intentional. Put thought process there, and I know that has to do a lot with prominence. So before we get ahead of ourselves, let's let's jump over to the next big bucket. Let's go to distance. So the three ranking factors, relevance, distance, and prominence. And 
Let's talk about the big taboo thing in the SEO agency, SEO agency world. Every law firm wants complete geographic exclusivity. They, they compare it to these TV and radio DMAs. You know, why do you think that's the wrong mindset? Why, why do you think it should be different for SEO agencies? Well, let's back up a little bit. So sure. we used to give away exclusivity, right? And I understand why exclusivity became a thing. So what started happening is agencies started saying, oh, we're different. We'll, we'll work with you exclusively. And I, I know you've probably run into this problem. I know we have, but it limits our clients' growth. So when you have a client in a market and the ranking and they're signing up cases and they want to grow, but they're already dominating their market, the natural progression, especially in BI, is to go into another market. And if you are already exclusive in another market, they can't do that with you. So you put them in a really tough position and you're in a tough position as an agency because you want to do right by both of these clients, but now all of a sudden you can't. And you know this might sound like I'm talking bad about other competitors. But in my opinion, if you're good at what you do, you're not going to offer exclusivity because you're going to run into the same problem that you and I have run into. So let's expound on that because when I see these agencies that they're just freely giving away exclusivity, they're like, oh yeah, we'll give you exclusivity for uh, Los Angeles. We'll give it away. No problem. Like there should be all kinds of red flags. You know, why, why do you think there, there should be all these red flags when, when they're just freely giving away exclusivity? I mean, I just, again, I think if you're willing to give away exclusivity, you're probably not very good because you're not right. going to run into the problem of another client wanting to, an existing client wanting to go into that market. Right. So, I mean, that's the way that I look at it because I, we've had this issue nonstop. Right. And I know you yeah. have the same issue. So in my opinion, it's a situation where, and let's face it, there's so much that falls under the SEO umbrella. Right. So we could, I mean, my eight-year-old could build a link, right? And he could call it SEO and charge you X amount of money. And there you go. He did SEO, right? So the problem is you lock somebody into a 12-month contract, right? At the 12-month mark, they don't rank, but they can show you that they uploaded a blog post here and there and built a couple of links, right? And then what do you do? You fire them and you move on to the next agency, right? Right. So if an if an agency is offering exclusivity, they again they're probably not very good because if they right. were, they would be running into the problem because the natural progression of most PI firms, especially after what Morgan and Morgan is doing, is let me expand. Once I dominate my market, I want to expand. I want to grow, and that's our ideal client, right? We want our clients to grow, but going forward, and this has been like the case for the past few months, we refuse to limit our clients' growth. So we are no longer offering exclusivity. You can work with another agency that'll be exclusive with you. You won't rank on the first page. Sure, there might be exceptions. And I, I don't want to say that every single agency that offers exclusivity isn't good. There might be an exception. But right. typically, they would run into this problem. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a little bit more blunt. You know, The reason that Fine Law and Scorpion and Justia are offering... They they just they don't generate results, right? They're churn and burn, um, and a lot of these agencies they'll lock you into a long term contract because you need a long term contract to actually have an exclusive agreement. 
So that's actually negative on the law firm owner because then that means that that SEO agency can get away with you know, not earning their keep and actually doing a heavy amount of production every month. And we hear it so many times. Yeah, I signed up with this SEO agency. They worked hard the first couple months and they went into coast mode. Well, I would say for those listening, ask yourself, did they offer you exclusivity and did they offer you a long-term contract? I'm willing to bet that they did. So I would take a hard look at that. One of the buzzwords when you talk about local SEO is proximity. How far the person searching Google is from the physical location. In fact, LawRank conducted a study to figure out how proximity affects your search rankings. I asked Maria about the results of that study and how that affects their approach. So after a one mile radius, which is 6.28 miles, the rankings drop off significantly. And there's not much that we can do about that. There are some exceptions in certain markets, um, and this applies to PI more than any other industry because it's so competitive and there are so many PI firms. Um, but after a one mile radius, it's really hard to be in the local pack, right? And this just has to do with the algorithm. So oftentimes we've had firms that are like, well, but my office is so far from the center of the city. It's not the best location. That's not where I want my clients to come out of but there's not much we can do after that one mile radius. So if any of you are listening and you're starting a new law firm, your lease is up, you're adding a location, really think about where you want your clients to come out of. Where does your ideal client live? Because you're really looking at a one mile radius from your office to be able to rank in the local pack. I'm not saying that just by going and getting an office there, you're going to rank... But if you have an agency that knows what they're doing and they can get you into the local path, that's extremely lucrative. I think one of the reasons why a lot of PI attorneys probably think of geographic exclusivity because they've been hit over the head with it by the TV and radio companies uh, you know, selling the media soft spots and they'll sell a full DMA, a designated marketing area. But the problem with that, comparing it to SEO is they already own the entire market. They're just sell selling off that visibility and that market share. Whereas SEO, you're limited. Like you said, after a mile, your rankings start to decline. And I know many of those listening and some maybe think they know, uh, you know, maybe they've talked to an SEO specialist that says this isn't true. But I would ask yourself, when you go on vacation and you Google best restaurants near me, do you think that you're going to see restaurants 10 miles away? Probably not. You're probably going to see them within a mile or two. So I, I completely agree with what Maria is saying here. And you know, on that note, and you talked about choosing the right location where their consumer hangs out. You know, when attorneys are considering expansion, should they look at additional locations within the same city they're located in? Absolutely, absolutely. Because then you get the shot at other local packs. Right. And the thing is, is that ever since the introduction of local service ads or LSA, even though that took one spot from the Google ads, it introduced three law firms. So by the time they get to organic, you could be the ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th firm that they're looking at. And yes, some people skip, skip the LSAs or the Google ads, but I feel like ever since, and I don't know if you have found the same thing, but like ever since they introduced LSA, the local pack seems to work even better 
the ROI that comes out of the local pack is absurd in our opinion. I think it's even more important than organic. Now, of course, you want an agency that can do both, right? And we both know that you can do something for local that hurts organic or, or vice versa. So having an agency that knows what to do for both without sacrificing one for the other, that's the ideal, right? It's now the whole above the fold is all pay to play. You know, you got your Google ads, you got your LSA, and now some of the ads are floating into the three pack. Yeah. And it's like, they just keep taking it. it used to be in the sidebar. Now it's not in the sidebar. So I think that the real estate's going to decrease, but I, I will say this and many individuals listening, not every query will trigger Google ads. And that's why I'm a big fan of organic and local SEO as well. Yeah, absolutely. So what we've done, and I think this is for where you're going with it, is in some of our packages, we offer a one mile radius exclusivity, right? Mm -hmm. Because I understand that. And in my opinion, I think a lot of it has to do with, again, a reaction to the fine laws, the scorpions, right? Hey, you're working with 15 of my competitors. I don't want that, right? But how do we not limit our clients' growth, but still give them some sense of, you know, exclusivity, right? And I've already had a situation where a firm called, wanted to work with us, and they were within a mile radius of um, one of our clients, and I had to turn them away, right? So it does it does provide that, I guess, security, you could call it, or level of exclusivity, because there are three spots, right? So that's what we've done. And I, I know you're doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, we're we're definitely doing the same thing, and I it just you just can't give away the entire city because if they're if someone's located in say North Houston and someone else has a downtown office and the North Houston client doesn't have a downtown, then they can't rank downtown anyways. So you're actually hurting yourself and your ability to expand and grow. Uh, and again, you know, just any exclusivity has to be very intentional. I'll say the one thing that we do that that's a little different too, is we only provide it for the headquarters. So I know a lot of firms will just shell out the satellite offices, the, the Regis's, the WeWorks, right? Game in the system and throwing out offices everywhere. But the reality is, and you and I both know this, they're not going to rank with a satellite office unless they're really intentional about building a business there and acquiring clients. Yeah, absolutely. So we do the headquarters and any staffed locations that we're doing SEO for. So it does have to be a unique address where there's someone there doing business hours. But And I was having this conversation today with someone. They started working with an agency and they were doing SEO for three virtual locations. And I was like, I would never... like I find that unethical. Like I wouldn't... We don't take on clients if they don't have an actual physical staffed unique location. We don't do it because there goes... 50 to 80% in our opinion of their ROI. If we can't get them into the local pack, we just don't, we don't do it. Yes, I I agree. I think that's the right approach. Absolutely. We've really hit the proximity game. So it's really important where you open your office and in relation to the local maps. Let's, Let's talk about prominence, that third piece. You know, what does Google mean by prominence? What impacts prominence? Well, that's where we come in. I would argue relevance and prominence is where we come in. Right. A lot of what we do, and I'm sure it's the same for you when it comes to Google My Business and organic as well, is proprietary. 
But obviously, when we talk about being prominent, links, media mentions, all that good stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Directories. And basically, when I think of the word prominence, I think of it just being everywhere. So you want to be everywhere so Google can understand that you're a real business and you're not fake. And that you actually... They, where Google can determine where your location is. And, and let's talk about reviews here. I think this is a really interesting thing that most attorneys probably don't think about. But do you think the type of law firm... Uh, and there's, there's two main types of law firms we see pretty commonly. I mean, there are some hybrids where there's a settlement type of law firm where they don't really try a ton of cases and they do more volume. And then you have like more of a litigating law firm. Do you think that can be an advantage or disadvantage the type of law firm you have when it comes to a local SEO strategy? Yeah, definitely. If you're settling a ton of cases, that's a ton of reviews you can get. If you're litigating a few cases a year, big cases, you're going to have bigger results, but less opportunities to get reviews. And again, reviews are really, really crucial to what we do, right? Clients always ask, well, what can I do to help get reviews? That's like your only job. Get reviews, give me the DBA, get the signage fix and a stack of business cards, please. There, like that's what you can do, right? But I feel like it's, it's hard. It's hard to get them on board with all of these things, right? But if they do it and they have an agency that knows what they're doing and has the intent of getting them on the first page, it's very, very lucrative. Absolutely. That's what we always lean to. Hey, get reviews, get reviews. And I think of it as, hey, not just on Google, get reviews on Facebook, on Better Business Bureau, on your, on your legal profiles and just get them everywhere. Let's talk about directories. You know, so directories is listed under prominence. Google actually gives that as an example. And I know fine law gets a lot of hate. I actually threw a little hate earlier in this interview, but uh, their directory actually can rank really well. You know, do you think it's important to be listed in their directory? I do at a bare minimum premium listing or premium profile. But I want to go back to something. Don't you have a blog post that says, should I hire fine law? And then it just says no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that still exists, but we did have that for at one point. Okay. We did a big hook. <laughs> I loved it. I laughed for like, why don't I just literally just giggled for like ever? Like, this is amazing. Why don't we think of it? Despite the drawbacks, both Marie and I agree that PR firms should probably have a premium profile at the minimum on fine law. But is it worth paying for that featured top position on the directory? Yeah, so we get this question all the time. And like my main thing is what is the search term and where do they rank for that search term, right? So perfect example, you know, San Diego personal injury lawyer versus San Diego County personal injury lawyer. No one is searching for San Diego County personal injury lawyer, right? So that is one of my annoyances with fine law. To be honest, there are certain key terms that aren't going to generate anything. Or what's also interesting is like the whole, should I get on AVO? It doesn't really rank anymore, right? So you really want to do some homework. Um, and I know that that's tough for some law firms, right? But really... It's just very simple. What ranks on the first page? Because every now and then I'll even get a firm that's like, hey, I can't afford to do SEO right now. The way that I explain it, and I mean, it's, it's very long, but basically like, okay, if I don't have this type of budget, I'm not going to rank, right? And if I'm not going to rank, what should I do? 
And I'm like, well, look at what directories are ranking on the first page, right? So it's not that fine law is like all bad, right? They're not. And again, my annoyance with fine law is they have the knowledge. They rank themselves, but they don't have the intent to rank their clients, right? Mm -hmm. I talk about this a lot because I think it's very important that you, as an attorney, find an agency that has both of those things, has the knowledge and the intent because you could have the intent, but if you don't have the knowledge, you're never going to rank them, right? And you could be someone like Final or maybe even Scorpion. They have the knowledge. Are they going to execute it with you? Probably not. I love that so much. That reminds me of like the Dunn and Kruger definition where, you know, you've got your maybe your younger kid and he plays poker and he wins one time and he thinks he's a great poker player, but that's because they, you know, they overestimate their abilities and, but maybe they're not a great poker player. Maybe they just don't understand what actually good SEO looks like. And it happens at night and I feel for law firms. I do because I, I get that our industry doesn't have the best reputation, right? Like I, I get that. And I know that sometimes we're the eighth, ninth agency. Like I've been told you're our last shot. Like if this doesn't work, nothing's going to work. Like we're done. Right. So, yeah. so I get it. But going back to, to fine law, I, I think there's a time and a place for the directories because you also want to look at the first page of Google, like real estate. You don't go and you get one billboard, right? In an ideal world, you're doing LSA, Google ads. You're in the local pack. You have multiple locations where you're in the local pack, especially in larger markets. You rank organically and you're in every directory that ranks on the first page. Because that creates repetition. And we know how powerful repetition is, right? I mean, look at AT&T, look at Coca-Cola. We all know who they are, but there they are, right? So what you want to create is that feeling where the client says, and we've had clients say this to our clients, you were all over the internet. I had to call you, right? Now, if you have an offline presence, that's a whole other subject, but that also helps, right? So do it all. That's like in an ideal world, that's what our clients are doing. Absolutely. I I love it when there's a multi-channel approach and they have that brand recognition. If I pop on SimRush or AREFs and see that the brand's getting searches, you just know that it's going to really help the SEO strategy. It is because they're also a brand in Google's eyes. So if somebody's searching for your brand, then you have a brand. And if you have a brand, you have something to protect. And if you have something to protect you're more likely to create a better user experience, right? And that's all Google really cares about, right? I mean, you and I could do a whole podcast on just user experience and how important that is to Google, right? From the point that they search to the very end of any transaction, right? That's where reviews come in. So this has been fantastic. So relevance, distance, and prominence really impacts the local SEO strategy. You know, any other final thoughts on local SEO? I think we covered it all. I guess the only thing I would say, because I know we talked about the whole one mile radius, right? So one thing I would do for everyone listening is as you're driving through the city, search for personal injury lawyer from your phone. And an example I give is if you've ever been out running errands and you need to ship something. So you type in UPS to your phone, you get three different UPS locations in the Google Maps. And then you forget to go and you keep running errands and then you're like, oh my God, I got to go to UPS. So you type it in again and now you get different results, right? That's how it works because it's trying to give you the closest 
I know it's a little bit different because UPS is a brand versus somebody searching for a personal injury lawyer, but that should give you an idea of how it works and the concept of proximity and why after X amount of miles in PI, again, a one mile radius, it's really hard to rank because that part of the algorithm kicks in and it says, nah, you're too far, right? Which is why we definitely recommend multiple locations. And ideally you're in, if you're only going to have one office, you're in the center of the city, downtown, or in an area where you want your clients to come out of and somewhere that is densely populated. It's so great to have a conversation like this where I can nerd out with someone in an industry who just gets it. On paper, Rankings.io and LawRank are competitors, but one of the reasons I work with them is that Maria and her team are always willing to share their knowledge and opinions, like what she said about client and reviews. They're so important. If you're a law firm looking for help with SEO, start getting those reviews. I'd like to thank Maria Monroy from LawRank for sharing her story with us. I hope you gained some valuable insights from the conversation. You've been listening to the Personal Injury Marketing Mastermind. I'm Chris Dreyer. If you like this episode, leave us a review. We love to hear from our listeners. I'll catch you on next week's PIM with another incredible guest and all the strategies you need to master personal injury marketing. Yeah.